Pranam to you all. Let us begin with the Gayatri prayer. Please join me in offering this most ancient and sublime invocation. Let us meditate on the glory of that effulgent reality from whom the whole universe is projected. May that enlighten our minds. For just a few moments, let us become calm and subjective, practicing meditation with devotion and determination.
Please join me in offering prayer number 80, which is found on page 112 in the Prayers of Self-Realization. Calmly and devotedly, let us pray. O Christ, Thou Transcendental Spirit, let my thought of Thee completely absorb my consciousness, till I am wholly one with Thee. In the purity of my heart, let every quality of righteousness find its fullest unfoldment, and make me realize that Thou art within me, with all Thy attributes of perfection. Thy divinity is my power. Let the power of righteousness transform my will and resolution, that my mind may remain serenely steadfast in its subjective communion with Thee. The effulgence of pure consciousness is Thy light. In the radiance of Thy divine light, all concepts of finitude are lost, and my soul is liberated in Thy infinity. O Thou Christ of divinity and illumination, my meditation has revealed Thee in Thy absolute self, and the bliss of oneness has engulfed my illimitable consciousness. Amen. Though we cannot be together to celebrate our Easter service as we traditionally would, with the Tuesday Brass Quintet and the Golden Lotus Temple Bell Choir, we can still share together the prayers and subjective message of the mystic cross and the divine life of Jesus, of Christ consciousness. The recording of Thy Light is Come, the music which we just heard, is a recording from a past Easter service in our church. It is a most inspired composition by Jeffrey Hallam Bauer, Acharya Ajay that brings the wisdom from the book of Isaiah, together with the sublime message of spiritual illumination from Swami Premananda. For many years, we have heard Steve Bauer and Fred Dixon sing this devotional offering in our church. And today, you perhaps listen to it in your own sacred space at home. I have been truly inspired to learn of countless individuals and families who in a time of separation and isolation have come to realize the importance of setting aside a time of quiet contemplation in a sacred space created for prayer and meditation. When we cannot be in synagogues, churches, temples, and mosques, we understand more deeply the sacred temple that is our own body. 
Therein lies our house of worship. I have heard of many parents with their children who have created a prayer rug, a place of meditation, a sacred altar with devotional symbols, even creating a kneeler of wood and fabric to kneel and pray. How beautiful our new traditions become in the face of great change and challenge. We seek the change less within our soul amidst the changing conditions of life around us. We begin our meditation with contemplation upon the subjective path of self-realization. We envision the image of the inner cross upon which our individual self-consciousness progressively ascends, ultimately becoming totally identified with the cosmic consciousness. This is the mystic cross. Its revelation within us silently draws and reaches into our awareness. In this inner realm, the spiritual kingdom of consciousness and life is realized. Let us ascend the cross of inner illumination. It is the mystic path of God realization. The mystic path comprises all the stages of awareness and enlightenment associated with human consciousness. This human consciousness ascends through the various centers of energy and light. Just as Jacob of the Old Testament saw a ladder extending from earth to sky upon which the angels ascended and descended. This is the unfoldment of our divine qualities. On this mystic cross, the ego of sense-identified self-consciousness dies, and we are reborn into the consciousness of the Supreme Self. Please join me in offering these eternal truths we share together each Sunday in our worship service these expressions of the universal ideal shared by the scriptures of humanity from the Rig Veda, the Upanishads, the Old and New Testaments of the Bible, the Quran, and the Avesta. Please join me in offering these eternal truths. I am an absolute monist. I believe truth is one. Men call it by various names. God, Brahman, is consciousness, existence, bliss, absolute. 
Everything is the manifestation of God, the divine reality. The soul of man is of identical nature with the God of the universe. Make thine own self pure by good thoughts, good words, good deeds. Realize thyself. By the realization of one's own self, the absolute self is realized. God is the light of the heavens and the earth. He who realizes God becomes one with God. I am that I am. I and my Father are one. I am Brahman, the Absolute Self. Please join me in offering prayer number 62 which may be found on page 90 in the prayer book. Slowly and reverently, let us pray. Thou reality of transcendental perfection, thou art consciousness, existence, bliss absolute. Let our minds be awakened to the knowledge of our ever-present existence in thy cosmic self. Thou art Christ, the substance of pure consciousness, permeated by immortal existence and imbued with unconditional joy. Thy divinity radiates in every human heart. Space limits not thy universality nor can time confine thy eternity, nor does duality vitiate thy peace. In this subjective vision of thy true nature of impersonal immensity, once again we are reborn in the full realization of our identity with thee. Amen. At this time, we will hear readings from various scriptures offered by Fred Dixon. They share the message of the life of immortality. From the Katha Upanishad, there is a state of self-existence which transcends all others. Imperfection does not abide there. There, time is powerless, and limitations of duality are completely rejected. Even death cannot enter there. That is the state of absolute bliss. That is the state of immortality. There is a flame of subjective illumination which reveals the immortality of the self. It is pure consciousness. It is birthless and deathless. It is self-existence, eternal, illimitable, and absolute. It is not destroyed with the dissolution of the body. From the Quran, Enter it in peace. This is the day 
of eternal life. From the Dhammapada Wisdom is the path of immortality. Having become perfectly awakened to this truth, those who have set themselves to attain absolute wisdom and to therefore live by the principles taught by the ancients who themselves have gained wisdom, who are contemplative, steadfast, earnest, and resolute, and whose virtues do not give way under temptation. They alone can attain nirvana, the conscious state of supreme bliss, and make steady progress on the path of immortality. From the Bible Today thou shalt be with me in paradise. Lo, I am with you always. At this time, we will share together a most beautiful hymn offered by Tony and Jackie Venturis on guitar and with voice. If you care to sing along with this hymn, I have shared with you in my message the words, Christ the soul is risen today.
Please join me in offering the prayer of devotion by Swami Yogananda Paramhansa, the Guru Preceptor of our Church. Heavenly Father, may thy love shine forever on the sanctuary of my devotion, and may I be able to awaken thy love in all hearts. Om. Peace. Amen. On this Easter Sunday morning, we desire to meditate on the life of Jesus and the life of the soul as it unfolds gradually until it reaches the highest state of spiritual perfection. For the resurrection of soul is here and now. We think about resurrection as the rising up of the dead. But resurrection is for the living. It is living all the aspects of life, all the aspects of yoga. When we let go of the limiting personal self, then God-consciousness may ascend. When the littleness of life is renounced for the greatness of soul, we realize that life meant for us. Yoga not only unites the soul with God, it unites us with the soul of all beings. In the knowledge of the law of spiritual truths lies the foundation of unity and peace. Think of the life of Jesus. Think of Jesus as a yogi. What is the path of yoga, of self-unfoldment in the life of Jesus? where we perhaps may begin with the body. After all, in Hatha Yoga, the principle and purpose is that of the harmonization of the body and nervous system with the truth and law of God. Purifying the body, what it takes in and how it is utilized. Remember, it is the temple of God. The temple of God. And the body requires rest. Remember the words of Jesus, 
Come to me, all who are weary, and I will give you rest. And Jesus' words, Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, and whom you have received from God? Do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will wear. Then we think of that laya yoga, that complete absorption of the mind in the thought of God, so that all the mental faculties and functions are illumined by the light of the Supreme Spirit. Consider this message from Jesus. Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? Don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's are enough for today. Don't worry about tomorrow. Keep the mind absorbed in the thought of God now today. And what about mantra yoga? The mental and silent chanting of sacred words awaken within us the thought of God. We call to mind these words of Jesus. People do not live by bread alone but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Every word that comes from the mouth of God. And we continue with Gana Yoga, wherein all thoughts and concepts are various waves in the ocean of consciousness. Wherein we unite our consciousness with the supreme consciousness of all. That is God consciousness or Christ consciousness. It is the wisdom of self-realization. Recall the words of Jesus when he said, If any of you lacks wisdom, ask God and it will be given unto you. We cannot but be ever aware of the life of Jesus as a karma yogi, the life of selfless service. Our service is action with devotion to God. It involves all positive, noble expressions of our thought, will, and feeling. To perform all actions with the thought of God is karma yoga. It is the ideal of selfless service. Through the divine attributes of our service, our soul abides in constant union with God. 
call to mind these thoughts of Jesus when he said unto his disciples, Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to come first must be last. For even the Son of God came not to be served, but to serve others. We know from the tradition of Bhakti Yoga that love is the most sacred power within us. It is the power of God within our soul. For love is spiritual oneness. And by the realization of our spiritual oneness with all that exists in this cosmic universe, our soul becomes one with God. This power of love is all transforming. It makes life beautiful and perfect. And we know from the life of Jesus that God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. Recall his words when he said, My command is this. Love each other as I have loved you. And through the realization of Raja Yoga, the realization of serenity, in the inner state of calmness, the revealing power of soul is then focused ever on God. It is in this state of profound calmness within our consciousness, wherein the soul realizes God. Remember the words of Jesus when he said, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you, let your hearts not be troubled, neither let them be afraid. We possess in potential form all the divine attributes of the Supreme Self of God. Kriya Yoga is the unfolding of all these divine attributes of the Supreme Self. With the perfection of these qualities, the soul becomes one with God, the individual self with the Supreme Self. This is self-realization. This is becoming one with God. Remember the words of Jesus when he said, I and my Father are one. The practice of yoga the communion of soul with God is necessary to our physical well-being, to our mental enlightenment, to our spiritual realization, and 
peace. This Easter, may we live in the perfection of the power of resurrection and in the peace of Christ consciousness, now and forever. Amen. Will you all please fold your hands and place them at your hearts, and with consciousness lifted to the Supreme Self of us all, together let us pray the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. Amen. Grant us, O Lord, the realization of thy presence, peace, and perfection within us and all beings, now and forevermore. Amen.